3: tell you carver high uh, as you know i was ruffled over the uh stories at northwestern uh last week and i don't know how many times i said it i think that chill and Grag uh should be fired uh, i thought the president of the university uh handled that entire uh, escapade horrifically from the beginning he hired a- an expensive law firm to investigate the program and found unequivocal hazing problems in the football program, but couldn't, uh, in in terms of the investigation, they couldn't uh, prove that Fitzgerald knew of it or his coaches. I don't believe that for one minute. I don't think a jury will believe that for one minute. I also believe uh, that Greg, the AD, should go because He was the one that, uh, well, he's the one that hired the baseball coach that was a bully. He was the guy that was running the football program the whole time that it was happening. Uh, Most of the players in the student newspaper story said that they all knew, the coaches all knew, of the running tradition, which is the hazing in the locker room. So they all knew of it. You remember the story? Part of it was the coaches were clapping whenever they wanted someone on the list. So don't tell me those coaches didn't know it was going on. I don't want to hear it. And then uh, the president, to, to see him get schooled like that by a bunch of student reporters at the student newspaper, is all you need to know that he's a moron. He's a guy in a job making all kinds of money that shouldn't have the job that's that's all you need to know right there that a bunch of kids took him to the cleaners and the ad that oversaw the entire thing because you know the reality of it is mike the president of a major university like northwestern which is a great higher education school he doesn't have time to sit around worrying about the athletic program that they don't care about to begin with they've always had athletics at northwestern but frankly they've never mattered the education there mattered my mom went to graduate school at northwestern it is as good as it gets it's, you know, Ivy League, Stanford, uh, Cal Berkeley, Northwestern is right there with all the heavies, right? So I hope that this kid wins the lawsuit. My problem with him is what lawyer in their right mind convinced that kid to sue him for $50,000. He should have sued him for $50 million uh, so that he can win something and 50 grand won't even pay the lawyer, okay? so. Uh, I, I don't understand the pricing of what they're suing him for. I think all of them, well, we already know Fitzgerald's finished. Uh, he's going to sue them for his $57 million. I hope he loses. And I think Shill and Greg should be fired. I'll say it over and over. All of them deserve to be fired for what went on. Sexually abusing uh, freshmen and sophomore players, racism. Now, you know the funny thing? I, I just want to add this salt to the wound. How about this guy, Ference, at uh, Iowa? Remember, th- th- they're running a racist uh, program there for years, and nothing happened to him. The guy never got fired or anything else. Nowadays, you know, whatever, three years later, you mention racism, you're fired so fast your head spins. Uh, but nothing happened to that guy that was running that shop of horrors in Iowa City. Remember, he's still there. Nothing happened to him. I mean, uh, the strength coach got fired. That's akin to the Yankees firing their hitting coach with all their problems. Let's fire the hitting coach. Like, Let's fire the strength coach for all of our racist problems in the program. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up, Carl right
4: You can't make it up. We welcome in our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday, series XM 159 and Sports Byline. I think this thing for me still with all this, and I'm sure it will eventually come out, whether it's when Fitzgerald sues them for his money or whatever, I still want to know if, when they did their six-month investigation and they released, you know, their findings and their uh, sanctions last that two Fridays ago, whatever it was, did they know Fitzgerald was involved and bury it because they like Fitzgerald, or did, or, or was the investigation that inept that it then took the student newspaper three days? Right to do what the investigation couldn't do for six months. So that, that's the the thing for me that I, did they try right. to because bury they candy this, ass. did they try the, to the bury it? The <laughs> investigation
3: was candy ass, it was vanilla. It was all a cover up to just make this go away. We're gonna suspend it for two yeah. weeks without pay and we're gonna do it on July 4th so that no one notices right. that we're covering up a crime.
4: Uh, yeah, uh, and you're right, I don't right. understand. I, have to, I haven't really read this thing today with the kid uh, and suing him. I, I don't. I'm, that that sounds pretty silly. Uh, fifty grand. I don't. I don't that that. Uh, you got to have some bigger numbers uh, behind those. <laughs> Way bigger. Add a zero.
3: People,
4: you got to. I go, mean, if you're you gonna go, go fifty, you might as well go
3: five hundred thousand, five million.
4: Right. What add, are you doing? Fifty zero, grand. It's uh, not there. worth your but, time. Uh, I haven't read about it, so I'm not sure exactly what uh, was going on with that. Uh, that's for sure. We'll come back uh, and then we'll finish off uh, last night, including uh, the Rangers winning on a wild pitch and Peter and fairbanks that's true we, got to now, play him. Uh, w- yes. we welcome
3: our radio affiliates if you have already said that it's my fault but here's the deal did. Uh, did you see that guy last night saying people uh in the crowd told him to drink bleach
4: we're, we're gonna hear him uh talk about it when we come back we're gonna hear uh from Ray's closer peter fairbanks about what the crowd told him to do uh, last night after the wild pitch or before, whatever it was. Uh, We'll do that when we come back. He said, I'm trying to text my wife, I got some guy telling me to drink bleach and die.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: that Rays game wrong last night and I told you that it was a dangerous bet, and it wasn't going to be easy and that they'll probably lose to the Rangers and they did uh, but they should have won the game they had the game won and they blew it
4: they certainly did blow it uh, a late homer by Ezekiel Duran got the Rangers even and then a walk-off wild pitch courtesy of Rays closer Peter Fairbanks on Bally Sports Southwest the
5: 1-1. That one gets away. Here comes Smith. The score, and the Rangers take the opener from Tampa Bay.
4: Well, you just never know what can happen in the game of baseball. Every time you move up 90 feet, something good can happen.
5: And I know Nathaniel Lowe probably said, "Ah, oh, just a ground ball to the right side," but it moves Smith over to third. And the Rangers get a break here on a wild pitch from Fairbanks for the walk-off.
3: Well, what did he say? Uh, they were giving him the business uh, fans. And so what happened?
4: Here's here's Fairbanks afterwards. Uh, one of the stranger post-game interviews you'll see. Here's Peter Fairbanks
5: take us through that that fastball that looked like
1: it was yanked a little bit what happened there what did you feel it was yanked Uh, it felt like it came out of my hand real hot and unfortunately a real not near the strike zone Um, Ah. yeah tough way to lose tough way to you know to to try and skirt the danger and and put yourself in a spot to escape and then try and do too much and have it in like that Um, I'm still having a better night than the guy who told me he wouldn't bat an eye if I drank some bleach, so that's good.
3: Um but yeah, you know, just another day in the life of of being on the losing end of uh
1: the bullpen. Was that while you were warming up? Was that after no, the that game was after, yeah, that was that was when I tried to, you know, look at the text for my wife. But hey, good for him. Uh, that that is just
3: fantastic. That that was the best interview we've run on this show in months. That was so great. Like he's like uh, talking about giving up that homer he was like oh it just came out of my hand and he knew and and he, uh, he yanked it all right that was great uh to hear a guy just tell it like it is and then fans telling him to drink bleach I mean that is crazy so uh I like that guy uh let's give him some love on c to c and should. by the way uh that was by the way <laughs> yes. your boy yes. Chapman Blew my mind last night. He threw two pitches 102 miles an hour in that ninth yeah. inning. He struck, or what did he, he? He went one, two, three in the ninth and was throwing 102. What is the deal with him? That guy hasn't thrown 102 miles an hour in
4: five years. Yeah, you know, he's probably probably back on the gas. I back mean, on the gas. That's exactly what I'm saying. Back the gas. I mean, I. Say don't <laughs> on the premium. Back on the gas. That's it. Uh, Cardinals beat the Marlins 6-4. to Nolan Arenado, uh, the two-run double on Valley Sports Midwest. We'll never trade him. Oh. Smoke to right center. Headstand. Oh.
3: Be honest, it, it makes my summer at least that uh, if I'm gonna suffer through the uh, Yankees, at least the Cardinals suck, you know what I mean? Like, all they do is win. So, <laughs> right. the fact that they suck is just, I mean, it's just for me, it's a nice elixir.
4: Uh, it is a nice elixir, that's for sure. It was not uh, a great debut for Pirate starter Quinn Priester uh, last night at PNC. Uh, started out okay, but right, the first uh, inning he got... was awesome. First inning, he was awesome, uh, but things got uh, a little rough in the sixth. Uh, Andres Jimenez, the two-run homer on Valley Sports Cleveland. Ugh. Drilled deep right field. go ball. Gone. A home run. Andres Jimenez. Home run number eight, and the Guardians have exploded for
5: four in the sixth.
3: Honestly. I just wanted to puke, but uh, the kid struck out the side in the first, and he was throwing gas. He threw nine pitches, seven strikes, went right through it. When they went to the second time around the order, they figured him out in five seconds. And then that Andy uh, Rodriguez caught first time uh, that a battery mate both had been born after 2000. Uh, in the same game in Major League history. So that was kind of wow. weird, but they got all the young kids up now, the Pirates, and uh, losing 11 nothing. I mean, that was like getting kicked in the teeth.
4: And uh, they signed uh, the kid today as well. Uh, the Top pick from LSU, the kid we talked about last week, uh, Skynes. They signed him. Uh, so he is now, they have a big press conference with him this afternoon over there in Pittsburgh. Good. Uh, so they've got him in the fold. And that's a good thing, because like you said, the faster you get him signed, the faster he'll be on the mound at some point uh, for the Pirates. That, that's as fast as it, you know, that's what you need. You need to get him cooking. Uh, Nationals beat the Cubs 7-5. Tigers beat the Royals 3-2. They were down 2-0 in the eighth. Uh, Matt Veerling, the go-ahead double in the eighth on Valley Sports Detroit. I needed that. To right field and down. Green will score. Here comes Torkelson. Carpenter on his way to third. Veerling with a two-run double to give the Tigers a
3: lead. Yeah, I hit that bat and I hit that Dodgers uh, O's over, and I hit the Angels. So uh, I needed that Detroit win; otherwise, it could have been a bad night.
4: Uh, Detroit now, and look, I don't think they're winning the Central. They're four games back in the loss from Minnesota. Four games back in the loss column. Uh, they're not. Why not? Um, Listen, they're in
3: the, it. The, like they're. <laughs> the the they're Twins don't it. beat good teams. They beat bad no. teams.
4: That's it. Uh, Yep, that's it. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, they're, they're hanging around. Like they've been like four or five games back for like a month and a half now. Uh, if they can never have a good week, like maybe this week when they play Kansas City, uh, they can maybe right. cut into it a little bit. Uh, the Reds and the Giants are suspended in the eighth, tied at two. That's going to start in about an hour, uh, maybe right. just over an hour from now. They'll they pick got that two back on. up. I, Yes. Uh, Giants have two on. Uh, they're in the eighth inning. So we'll see if they can get those home. And then they will play tonight's uh, regularly scheduled game right after that, which we'll discuss in a moment. We mentioned the Yankees interested in Dylan Carlson. I mean, take, get lost. I mean, honestly, honestly. Take a uh, How embarrassing Dylan, is that? Dylan Carlson. like please. Bob Dylan. I, like, I'd rather have. Get, 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 get out of here. All right. Let's get to tonight. We'll start these and then we'll finish them after you talk to Davis. The Brewers. Uh, after the big weekend against the Reds are in for Philadelphia against the Phillies. Two teams playing some really good ball. Julio Terran and Aaron Nola are your starters. How about this lump? Minus 210 for the Phillies tonight. Plus 170 for the Brewers. Nine and a half the total. Whoa. Listen, I
3: bet the Brewers for principal alone, they're in first place. They're playing really good. They're winning, they're scoring runs, and you, and Tehran has not pitched badly at all. He's got a lower ERA uh, than the guy he's going up against tonight. I know that much. In, in Nola. Aaron Nola. Nola yeah. is, I, I'll, I'll give him this. Nola's good. He's not great. He's good, okay? So I took him, I got him at 180, plus a $1. buck 80 this morning. I figured, why the F not? I'm going to lay a piece down on the Brewers. They got a, they're they a first-place team, and they're getting absolutely urinated on by a dog. I mean, I, I don't understand that price.
4: I'm very surprised uh, at how big that is over two bills uh, was pretty stunning to me uh, for no that way considering how the brother Bluebirds Brewers are playing uh, so there you go let's do the rest later on of course we have Dodgers and Orioles tonight the Padres are in Toronto against the Blue Jays uh, we've got the Mets and the White Sox at City uh, Helen Yankees going are in tonight. Anaheim again Helen Keller against the Guardians and Logan Allen. Uh, out at PNC. So uh, we got a couple of opportunities. We'll we'll talk to them uh, afterwards. Just so you know, uh, Rory going to play with Rom and Justin Rose. That is his pairing uh, for Thursday and Friday. Uh, That coming up this week at the Open. They just put the pairings and the groups out, Scotty, for Thursday and Friday. So let's
3: go. You know, I'm sick and tired of hearing about how it's eluding him, that fifth major. Go out and win the Open after you won the Scottish. Go get it done, Rory.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
5: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica.
1: Empathy is our best policy. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor
5: is a whole new jungle this is the lion's share brought to you by BetMGM mgm
3: and by the bet mgm swing for the fences deal how do you get it get onto your app the bet mgm app on ios or android play the mlb free-to-play game now till september 7th be a batter pick an area of the strike zone Single, double, triple, home run, or pop out. Receive the prize associated with that type of hit. Play it once a day. Prizing must be used on MLB, and it expires in 24 hours. Dave, Lee, Roth, Matic joins us again for fantasy sports today. You can catch it Saturdays at 8 a.m. with Scoop Mesh on Sports Grid TV and Sirius 159. Well, uh, you were uh, right about the Dodgers. Uh, Taylor comes up big with that grand slam. I got to tell you, Davis. When I was watching that game last night, I said to Mike earlier, um, I felt like I was watching the World Series.
6: Yeah, I mean these are these are big games that are being played right now. I mean the Orioles are set up better than basically anyone else in baseball to make one or two. I mean probably two big moves at the deadline. And I mean it's not as if it's not as if they're um, you, they probably don't even need to add any bats really the way that it's set up right now like who would you who would you even want to take out of the baltimore orioles lineup i'm not even really sure if there is anyone i mean maybe if you were really getting nitpicky you would i'm well hicks would be the guy that you would take out but they have his replacement already on the roster uh but they definitely i mean are going to add a pitcher and and at this point just almost makes too much sense for them to get one of these Cardinals pitchers that we crapped all over yesterday. Uh, There was another anonymous report. uh, The athletic reported last night that uh, the Cardinals are looking aggressively looking to sell and it's all about selling pitching. So I guess, uh, I guess that means Jack Flaherty or Jordan Montgomery is probably going to be a Baltimore Oriole. And then as for the Dodgers, I mean, They've been getting by by hooker by crook with sort of the bottom half of their order and it feels like they're finally getting uh, feels like they're finally getting healthy and settling into an order it's not changing every single night. And I mean do they even need a pitcher? Like I, I'm not even certain if they need a pitcher right now.
3: So uh, I want to talk about Pavetta and his 13 strikeouts last night and six hitless innings of relief. And it hasn't happened uh, but six times, I think, in baseball since 1901 uh, that a guy struck out that many in a relief appearance. And do you think that Alex Cora, in the middle of August, when they have 16 straight games uh, without a day off, that they're going to have to move him back to the rotation after they moved him down in May?
6: I mean, it, it, one, it felt like a very good decision to move him into the bullpen, considering that he has always been one of those guys who's done better with max effort. And I mean, Nick Pavetta has gone through stretches where it seemed like he was one of the worst pitchers in baseball, sort of like a mid-fours ERA guy earlier in his career. He was way worse than that. He was like a mid fives ERA guy for the first three years of his career. But I sort of like the idea of moving a guy who maybe only has two really good major league baseball pitches into the bullpen. Cause you're going to get a little bit of what happened with him last night. I guess, uh, you know, they got Bello, Crawford and Paxton. We'll see when they get Whitlock and how back, you know, maybe they get Kluber back. Like maybe it ends up being okay, but you're right. 16 straight games. You would have to think either he's going to be moved back in the rotation or they're going to have him you know, sort of be a a nominal opener, throwing like four innings twice a week or something like that.
3: Don't you think they smell blood uh, with the Yankees' uh, problems and the fact that all they do is lose and the Red Sox have won like eight of nine and they just keep winning? Uh, You know they're going to pass the Yankees and be in a better position for the rest of the season than New York. And I got to tell you, Uh, the, the names that they're talking about, don't get me started. I don't want to get started on the Yankees. I'm just saying like Dylan Carlson, that that's their idea of, of fixing. This is as bad as, uh, that they think Sean Casey's the reason they'll win the world series. I mean, what is next?
6: I mean, you know, you never know who's going to be the guy who provides the spark. I mean, for example, the guy who basically provided the spark for the Kansas City Royals as a reliever, Brandon Finnegan, he went on to have, like, the most anonymous Major League Baseball career ever. But that being said, I, Boston, I think, should be pretty encouraged. They're only a game and a half back of Houston. They are three games behind Toronto in order in, in terms of locking up the wild wildcard. Now, I mean, no chance any of these teams. Uh, I mean... I guess Baltimore could maybe catch the Rays. The Rays are, are coming back more towards the pack. But Boston, to me, does have some holes in their lineup. I mean, uh, second base and shortstop, they've gotten nothing out of any of the guys who play those position all year. I mean, even getting a different right-handed outfield than Robert Snyder, I think, would probably be a good idea for them. So there are some moves around the edges if the Boston Red Sox can make at the trade deadline that would definitely make them a more complete team.
3: So, we were talking about uh, Dallas Chapman uh, pitching 102 miles an hour last night in the ninth inning of that game against the Rays at Globe. And I said he hasn't thrown 102 miles an hour in five years. Uh, He threw two pitches 102 miles an hour in that ninth inning when he shut him down. And he's not even their closer. And Carver High said he's on the gas. And I said I wouldn't put it past him because – when he left the Yankees, he had nothing left. When he was in Kansas City, did you ever uh, see him throw one hundred and two miles an hour once?
6: No, no, I never, I never did. Now, uh, I mean, look if i if I were to uh, pick a guy out of a lineup who seems like he'd be fine uh, doing steroids and then dealing with the consequence <laughs> later, probably be Chapman. Does not seem like Araldo Chapman is all that good. Of a dude. Uh, you know, I mean, a, a lot of the publicly available info about him does not paint him in the best light. And I get, I mean, look, I guess if there's a time to start doing it, it's when you sign a one year deal, then you get traded, and your options are basically either signing a bunch of one year deals for the rest of your career, or if he puts it together, he's 35 years old, if he gets it all put together this year. You know, and is a really good bullpen asset in the playoffs for the Rangers. He could probably get one more, you know, three-year decent money contract. And uh, you know, in terms of the risk reward, I mean, I kind of, I kind of get it. I kinda, I'm not endorsing it, but I do kind of get it.
3: I'm endorsing it actually. Uh, so you have the uh, Phillies tonight, laying a run and a half. And you bought into that uh, minus 210 with Nola over Line and the Brewers. I just don't understand it. They're a first place team. They've been playing well. They've been scoring runs. They've been winning. Uh, they swept uh, the Reds. Before that, they took two or three from them. And they're treating them in Philly tonight like they're in last place.
6: Yeah, I mean, look, it's really it's really about Julio Tehran. He's uh, so he's been out of baseball since uh, since 2020. He's allowing uh, a 40 percent hard hit rate. His strikeout rate is way down. It's the lowest point of his career. Seventeen percent. The last time we saw him, he was walking a ton of guys. His batting average on balls and play has been really low, so he's been getting lucky to get the run prevention that he's had thus far. He's got a run-and-a-half difference between his ERA and his fielding independent pitching. I mean, really, it just it just comes down to I am trying to bet against Julio Tehran. because, I mean, he's, he's allowed six and seven earned runs in his last two starts, and I think that's pretty indicative of who he is at this point. So
3: Paul Skeen's got nine point two million signing bonus. So I guess uh, I was right. I never thought for one minute that Dylan Cruz asking for a ten million signing bonus uh, was a stretch. I thought that uh, both of them would get it. And when you're at nine two, you're right in that neighborhood.
6: Yeah, I mean, like I think that. Uh the days of these really high-end prospects getting less than what they're worth, it it feels like it's almost kind of over. Like if the Pittsburgh Pirates are not going to assign you to a below, uh, a below market deal or a below slot deal, I guess is what it's called, inside of baseball, then probably no one is going to get a below slot deal. I mean, I guess I guess my, my Kansas City Royals are going to keep trying to do that because uh, they are, I mean, that's the most dysfunctional organization in baseball. They're even more dysfunctional than the Oakland Athletics, honestly, at this point. But it also, I mean, it does just feel like such a waste for a team like the Pirates to have that first pick and not take the best overall player, which they did. I mean, they did take the number one overall player. And uh, I really hope that we get to see Paul Skeen's pitch in the major leagues next year because it feels like he's pretty ready.
3: I'd like to see him pitch in September. (laughs) Forget about next year. They signed him. Like, let's see what he's made of. Uh, You got the Dodgers again tonight over the Orioles, even with uh, Grove going
6: yeah i mean look it's uh it's the same thing if i was uh if i was sitting here making making the odds with tyler wells on the mound i just am not gonna make the baltimore orioles favorite it's it's really it's no disrespect intended to the baltimore orioles who i think are uh, honestly even more so than the marlins or whatever i, I think and, and actually even more so than the reds who really have been scuffling i think they're they're the story of the season but the dodgers are just too good all their young pitchers are good grove shean it doesn't matter i guess shean wasn't that good last night but they're all pretty good the bullpen is really good their hitters are all really good like they are they're you know they're the dodgers are now what the yankees used to be no one cares about the yankees anymore no one's scared of the yankees but the dodgers are the evil empire now
3: so you're going with uh, the marlins over the lefty montgomery in st louis and you're going with the rookie righty woo and seattle over the twins
6: yeah, uh, Edward Cabrera, one of these guys. Uh, I think, I mean, he's got a super huge uh, range of outcomes on any given start. He he walks more guys than you would like to. Uh, like his walk rate is fourteen percent. That's insane. That is so high. It's like the highest you can find for a, a starting pitcher who doesn't completely stink up the place. But starts if you go through and look at the starts where he doesn't walk anyone or really only- walks one or two, he pretty much shuts it down. And I just am. I mean, I'm trying to get on the other side of the Cardinals anytime they're favored by this much the cardinals uh they they absolutely stink and brian Wu, he's been treating me he's been treating me really good 30 percent k rate 6 percent walk rate i'm not really a big twins guy not really a big mariners guy either but brian i, I think the market is just underrated woo pretty consistently i will
3: right, we'll see you tomorrow davis good stuff we got the giants reds picking up that game two ball in the eight coming up here top of the hour
0: Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care
5: of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human.
1: Amica. Empathy is our best policy. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure...
3: We'll pick it up with the rest of these baseball games. I got to tell you, this Galchenyuk story is unbelievable. Not so much yes. uh, yeah. the uh, fact that he threatened everyone's lives and said that he was going to have all the police officers killed when he got uh, popped for drunk driving. He crashed his car. He was with his dad. And he's entered the NHL's, uh, you know, program for alcohol and drugs today. Right. And he's... Uh, sent a letter of massive apology to the police department and he just ate it. I mean, this guy ate all of it, like the entire hoagie sandwich. He said he's a despicable, disgusting, repulsive human being. He embarrassed himself, his family, his wife, his kids, his dad, the coyotes organization. He said he has to get sober and turn his life around and start from scratch and earn everyone's respect back and someday hopefully they'll accept my apology. Uh, I know the Coyotes got rid of him immediately. Uh, What do you think happens to that guy. Uh, Obviously the Players Association you wonder if they're going to fight for him at all. It sounds to me like he had a really bad night when he drank too many drinks.
4: He had a real bad day. Uh, it sounds like it was a day that turned into a night. Uh, when you when you get that banged up, that sounds like it was an all day type of situation <laughs> for Gauthier. But but seriously, now they they, they cut him loose. They only signed him seven days before that um, for him to go out and play in Arizona. I think that he's doing the right things so that down the line, the players' association will fight for him and say to obviously teams around the league and. Everything, Look what he's done here. I mean, this is a guy who's showing you that he's remorseful, showing you that he wants to do the right steps. He's going into the program, and maybe that means that a year from now, or whatever it is, the number. Who these things t- are different amounts of time for everybody. That he can get back into the league if he keeps himself on that right path after the you know that these good players that he had left. Um, look, uh, I don't think that he's uh, the player that he was, say, five years ago. Uh, I don't think it's good. I think there's a reason that he's been on, uh, you know, like four teams in five years, uh, which is kind of what he's been working on. So I I think that there's probably reasons for that. Could he be a helpful player, Uh, you know, on a bottom six on a a good team? Yeah, I I think that he could, but he's got more important issues that, he now has to get through. Uh, yeah. and he's got to go take the time and do that. That's for sure. Uh, let's finish off uh, everything for tonight. We'll go to Baltimore where, uh, as you and Davis were just talking about, he does like the Dodgers tonight, who will bring Michael Grove against Tyler Wells. Dodgers uh, – Orioles, excuse me, minus 125. Dodgers now, Scotty, plus 105. Nine and a half is the total at Camden.
3: Yeah, I don't see why uh... – Davis thinks Tyler Wells is so bad. He's 7-4 with a 3-1 ERA. I like his stuff. I'm still willing to bet him uh, tonight, uh, to be honest with you, at minus a buck and a quarter. I respect the Dodgers. I think uh, Grove is a problem for me with you know an ERA in the sixes. Let's see what they do. I know the Dodgers are dangerous. I know they beat them last night and stopped their eight-game winning streak. I'm still willing to bet on the Orioles.
4: I think the one thing about Wells, uh, when you go a little deeper, is is the home runs. The home runs are a problem for Wells. He's given up 21 homers this year, which is top five in the league. You're facing a team that, as we know, you know they hit a lot of homers uh, with Betts and with Freeman and with Muncie and all these guys. So I think that that might be where uh, the correlation could be. The Guardians are in Pittsburgh again tonight. Mitch Keller. I don't even think we could call him Helen Keller anymore. He's been so good this year. Logan Allen goes for the Guardians. The Pirates are minus 115 tonight with Keller. Minus 105 for Cleveland, eight and a half the total.
3: Yeah, I still like uh, Helen Keller tonight. And the Pirates seems like they haven't won in two months. So I am concerned. And I honestly do not think that Helen has been pitching well for a month. Uh, I think he's been back to his old
4: self. Back to his old self. Uh, Helen Keller, he remains. The Padres are in Toronto against the Blue Jays. Joe Musgrove and Alec Manoa, the pitching matchup tonight. Uh, The Jays, actually the Padres, Scotty. Minus 135 road favorites in Toronto. Jays plus 115, flat nine. Boy, uh, that is all about Alec Manoa, that line, right?
3: (laughs) Well, it is, but uh, look... I think the Jays are the play here based on their bats they've been winning they've been scoring a lot of runs they've been hitting home runs I don't care who's pitching and uh, I think the Padres suck I mean they're the most inconsistent team in baseball and I don't care that uh, Musgrove's pitching I'm still on the Jays.
4: White Sox open a series at City Field against the Mets. Lucas Giolito against Carlos Carrasco tonight. Mets minus 135. White Sox plus a buck 15. Eight and a half is the total.
3: You know, like I said, I, I think the White Sox are awful. I don't care that they beat the Braves two out of three. The uh, Braves obviously had the lost weekend. Uh, but I still think... Uh, <laughs> I'm not betting on the White Sox. I'm taking Carrasco and the Mets tonight at City. I just, I think they both stink. I think the Mets beat them at home.
4: After the Giants and the Reds finish off that game from last night, they will play the regularly scheduled contest. Anthony DiScalfani and Dreamweaver, Luke Weaver, with the fat 7 ERA and lots of homers given up, goes for the Reds. Giants minus 135, plus 115 for Cincinnati. An 11 spot as a total tonight out there
3: yeah look I think it goes over because both of these guys get torched I still think uh the Giants uh right now that's the play I think they're going to win that suspended game in the uh eighth inning they got two on I think they're going to win that game and then I think they're going to win the nightcap
4: The Diamondbacks have really been scuffling. Uh, They visit the Braves in Atlanta. Zach Davies and Bryce Elder, the pitching matchup there. Uh, Braves minus 185, plus 150 for the Diamondbacks. Ten and a half, another fat total in Atlanta.
3: Yeah, I laid the uh, run and a half at uh, minus 110. That's what it's at now. I love Elder tonight over Davies and Arizona. I think the Braves win big.
4: The Cardinals will try to make it two in a row against the Marlins with Jordan Montgomery going for them. Edward Cabrera goes for Miami. Cardinals minus 155 plus a buck 30 for the fish, flat eight total. I like Montgomery. He's
3: been pitching great lately. He's going to go to 500 tonight with a win. His ERA low threes. I think the Cardinals beat the Marlins again.
4: Nasty Nate Ivaldi for the Rangers tonight as they look to beat Tampa again. Taj Bradley will start for the Rays. Rangers minus 130. Tampa plus a buck, 10, eight and a half the total.
3: Yeah, I bet this game. I bet Texas again with Ivaldi. 10 and 3. ERA in the high twos. I think he's been brilliant. Uh, They're rolling right now. I'm going to stay on the train.
4: Uh, One of my favorite plays tonight is in the National Cub game. That's right, Scotty, the National Cub game. It's gas cat tonight. Patrick Corbin and Jamison shots at Tyone. Right now the Cubbies, minus 165, plus 140 for the Nationals. But I'm going up, up, up and away. Over the nine tonight with these two guys going. I know they've had some good starts over the past few weeks. But I'm looking for uh, long balls tonight at Wrigley. I'm going over the nine. Yeah, I like the Nationals
3: again and the over.
4: Let's go. Let's get it. Detroit is in Kansas City again tonight. Uh, Screwball goes against Daniel Lynch, uh, who's actually, considering how some of the Royal numbers look, he's been pretty decent. Tigers minus 175 plus a $1. buck 45 for Kansas City, flat eight the total.
3: I got to tell you, I, I think uh, Lynch is viable here and is 4 ERA. Screwball hasn't pitched. I mean, literally, the guy's pitched, um, like, one game. I mean, he's been out, right? Like, so I'm going to take a flyer at a buck and a half with the Royals.
4: The Astros in Coors Field. Uh, I'm sure that they'll probably do a better job than the Yankees did there. Hunter Brown against Jake Bird to start this series. Astros minus 225. Rockies plus a buck 80. 12 flat the total.
3: Yeah, again, an over here for me and the Astros.
4: Uh, The Red Sox are in Oakland again tonight against the Athletics. Luis Medina is going to go for the A's. Uh, The Red Sox are going to throw Joe Jocks uh, out there, kind of in a little bit of an opener role. They're having all kinds of pitching problems, as we know, uh, right now with their starters. But they are minus 210 again, plus 170 for the A's, eight and a half the total.
3: I'm laying a run and a half at minus a buck fifteen. Boston's won eight of nine, and Funky Cold Medina gets lit up every time he pitches. He's going to give up yeah. eight to ten runs himself. I like the over and the Red Sox.
4: Look, no matter who's throwing for them, like we said last night, the bottom line is uh, the Sox bats are good right now. They're hot, and the A's suck. Uh, what that, did they, that's really did all. The, A's the strike it, it, out seventeen 100.
3: times last night. Seventeen. Yeah,
4: they. They had a rough night. Uh, The Yankees will try again in Anaheim with Domingo Herman. Patrick Sandoval goes for the Angels. Yankees minus 115 tonight. Angels minus 105. Flat nine the total.
3: Yeah, I see it in some uh, houses as a a pick-em. I'm actually on Herman and the Yankees tonight to steal one. They'll get one and lose the uh, last game of the series and lose the series.
4: And that's with uh, tomorrow, Otani going for the Angels tomorrow uh, in that final That'll be a loss. Series, so the win tonight with yeah,
3: has pitch great for a, a month. Loss. <laughs>
4: uh, the Twins and the, and the Mariners again, the, uh, the final one tonight in Seattle. Bailey Ober and Brian Wu, the starters in this one. Mariners minus 130. Twins plus a buck 10. Seven flat the total again in Seattle.
3: Yeah, I mean, both of these guys have been great. I like the under and woo Seattle.
4: Under and woo. There you go. Uh, That is your night in Major League Baseball. But before we go, we have tater time Uh, for you on a Tuesday, Scotty. In fact, uh, a big tater time. We had to go six deep tonight uh, because we like so many. I told you earlier in the show, we have a guy with nine career homers Against the starting pitcher tonight. It's our first guy, Bryce Harper, against Tehran. He is 19 for 47. That's 404 in his career with nine homers. Off of Tehran. Uh, So plus 280 for Bryce Harper. Freddie Freeman against Wells. We said he gives up a lot of homers. Plus 475 for Freddie. Tatis Jr. off of Alec Manoa at plus 350. Matt Olsen against the Diamondbacks and Davies at plus 250. Stanton against the lefty Sandoval for the Angels tonight at plus 280. And the big ball tonight, Scotty, is Ian Happ off of patrick corbin at wrigley plus five bills for hap to go yard uh there in chicago
3: yeah you're probably right about harper but he's got like one home run in in two months i know he was out with the you know forever and came back but he Uh, finally broke his home run skid the other day yeah i have my reservations about the way he's been swinging uh, I like a lot of those other plays. Freeman, I love Olsen every time you put him up there. I like Stanton because he's been hitting a lot of home runs lately. I'm willing to go there with you on half because Corbin's pitching. But I still yeah. think that team just like yesterday. If you give that team a run and a half, I mean they're going to win a lot of bets for you. They're more dangerous than anyone gives them credit for with their bats.
0: And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
5: At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance.
1: Amica. Empathy is our best policy. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.
3: It's time for Today in Carver High
4: History. It is, we'll start in 1962. The Twins Bob Allison and Harmon Killebrew both hit grand slams in the first inning. They scored 11 runs, how about that? 1970, Willie Mays becomes the 10th player in Major League history to get 3,000 hits. 82, Tom Watson wins his fourth British Open one stroke over peter Ustus and nick price Ustus, oost 1983 despite being first place in the head nle the phillies fire manager pat corrales after only being 43 and 42 they replaced him with gm paul owens they went to the world series but they lost 87 don mattingly legend Ties the record of hitting a home run in eight consecutive games into an empty bleacher in right field in Yankee Stadium. 1988, Seve Ballesteros wins his third British Open, two strokes. 93, the shark, who everyone hates, Greg Norman. Second British Open title, he beat Faldo. 94, Astros tie the NL comeback record. They beat the Cardinals 15-12. They were down 10-0. 94, the Jets sign USA soccer goalie Tony Miola as a place kicker, how did that go? 99, Paul Laurie makes the biggest comeback in major championship history, 10 strokes down after the third round to win uh, the British. 99, Yankees pitcher David Cohn, I remember this day, 15th pitcher in major league history to throw a perfect game against the hapless Montreal Expos.
5: Popped up and playable, gracious! There is nobody loved more on this Yankee ball club, despite the perfect game, than David Cohn. He is the spokesperson for this ball club. Brian Cashman, the general manager, looking on. They respect him. They love him. And what a deal the Yankees made when they brought David Cohn to New York Yankee Stadium.
4: What? No uh, 2004, Todd Hamilton wins his only major. Hamilton beat Ernie at the British. Louis U stays in 2010. And where Colin Murakawa, two years ago today, won the British
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure,